This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti And Sam Batesh. Where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Well, let's catch up, Taylor. Let's catch up. It really, truly, <laughs> it has been too long. So I the reason have had... why, let me just tell you, the reason why it's been so long. Please explain this. Is because I was hoping that if I prolonged us catching up, yeah. then it would be as if the reality it didn't ever really happen. It was just a, it was just a nightmare that you're waking up It was up a nightmare. From. Well, let's catch up an NFL podcast. With Taylor Bashadi and Sam Batesh. And we are brought to you by Untuck It, which we will tell you a little more about in a little bit. Actually, I was at Third Street Promenade today oh. and thought about going in there to get you something. Re- that is amazing. Maybe now, I did. this shirt is tucked, but we'll talk about that later. I'm also wearing a tie that you got me for my birthday. So, Taylor, you've been on quite a journey. I have. You're back. We're in the same room together. We're in Los Angeles. But over the weekend, you embarked on what we thought was going to be a Super Bowl journey. Step one. Saturday night, you were in Baltimore. Uh, did anything happen? I, I can't remember when you took that trip, but I think you were yeah, you, you were know, at the game. Okay. Right. I think the guys thought that they had four weeks off rather than three weeks off. So the Ravens. We all say going into that weekend, by the way, this is what's so interesting about the divisional round. We all say when that weekend starts, you know, one of these home teams is going to lose. One of them. Nobody thought it was going to be the Ravens. We didn't think, neither one of us thought it was going to be the Ravens. We did not. And looking back at it, the Titans certainly, certainly deserved to win, but I don't think that it should... The Ravens just didn't show up. Yeah, in a way, you can say that. I think we've got to give the Titans credit. Uh, we've got to give the Titans credit. And I will say there is one Raven player who could truly walk away from that game feeling like he gave it his all and that he did everything in his power, and that's Hollywood Brown. I will say... That one-handed catch was... I don't know what his arm did in that catch in order to be able to do it. Well, if not for Jonu Smith, it was the catch of the game, obviously. And it was a remarkable catch and a great game from Hollywood. But overall, the Ravens as a whole, yes, Mm -hmm. that was not the team that we saw for 12 wins in a row. Not at all. Game after game, the number one rushing team in the league. I didn't like the play calling. I didn't like the fact that Lamar was very off target. I didn't like the fact that his receivers and tight ends had drops. It was interesting, though. Falling behind early was something that we hadn't seen from the Ravens through that 12-game stretch. They hadn't lost since September. It was a run that looked like it was going to end in Miami, period. That's what we thought. I mean, it's okay to admit that. They were the best team in football for the entire season. You don't just stumble into a one seed. You don't stumble into the best record in the league. 
the Ravens were the best team. The story of the regular season in the NFL this year, Taylor, was and is Lamar Jackson and these Ravens. Yeah, one thing that does bother me, though, uh, after the game and seeing everybody's like tweets and comments and criticisms and critiques of Lamar after having such an incredible season, they're like, oh, yeah, all the people that had originally said that he wasn't going to turn out to be a great quarterback. We're like, see, I told you so. Well, it's like, no, he had, I told he had, you so. I had one bad game. Uh, he had one bad game. I told you so. He is the runaway the, MVP. Exactly. He, By the way, his arm was spectacular all season, and he still had 500 total yards in this horrendous loss in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, the the stats were kind of like throwaway stats or kind of like, Garbage time is what people say. Yes, of course. And, but no, he still did. He ran a lot. He was throwing way too much, in my opinion. We didn't, they didn't stick to their old game plan, which was run the ball more. Here's what happened, Taylor. Lamar got frustrated, tried to take too much into his own hands. And I don't blame him because a lot of his receivers and tight ends were, were dropping balls. At the end of the day, let's button this one up. We got to move on. We got to move sure? onward and sure? look, upward. Look, Taylor, I am here for you. You are on the couch. <laughs> you can get it all out right I, I, here. We were supposed okay. to meet when I got You're back in, in town on place. Sunday night. And I said, yeah, what happened to that? I'm so sick. What happened to that? I mean, sick to my I called you Sunday morning. I gave you a pep talk. I said, all right, as soon as you're back, we will talk wherever you want to meet I was going through you. security in you. tears. Let's make this happen. It's going to be okay. Let's have a therapeutic podcast on Sunday night. And no, you came home too defeated and we saved it. We let you sit on it another couple of days. But the bottom line is, the bottom line is, Taylor, once the Ravens fell behind to the Titans, but once they fell behind, the game plan was no longer about running the ball. And it I'm became, not cracking a beer. I'm no, cracking no, this a is, coconut water. This is a coconut water, which, by the way, I've completely turned you the other way on coconut water. You had never had it till I showed up one day with coconut water. And I now you are to go addicted. Meet my agent today for lunch and... I was coming from a walk, so I walked there because I was coming from Marina, going into Venice. I like it. And on my way there, I grabbed a coconut, like from the. the you got the full Thai the full, coconut, the full. And so I thought, my my agent obviously is from Atlanta, like me, and she's just in town visiting, and she's like, "Wow, Taylor, you really have turned LA." I'm like walking into Rose Cafe in Venice, and you I'm are just adopting with a coconut. the she's LA like, lifestyle. They have those. Co- <laughs> That is fantastic. So that means the one where it's it's got like it's the the top. They, they just like puncture yeah. the top, and then it's got the straw in there. That's the best one, by the way. That's the you best. Know, just thinking, I'm in Hawaii or something. Good for you, good for you, crushing that coconut. So I was going to say one thing about the game is that the Ravens once they fell behind, and everyone said the game plan going in is the Titans were going to have to get the lead, hold the lead, run the clock off, keep the Ravens on the sideline, and I just thought potentially that the Ravens came off the plan to run the ball a little early. A little early because I didn't feel like it was panic time. Like down seven nothing, it's certainly not panic time. But then I felt when it became fourteen nothing at that I point, they should have kicked a field goal. Certainly, the biggest swing in the game was fourteen six driving, going for it fourth and one instead of kicking the field goal because at that point, the game becomes fourteen nine instead of you miss the fourth and one opportunity, then the Titans go down and score, and instead of fourteen nine, it's twenty one six, and at that point. It felt like it was beginning to look like over, and it was. And to think that this team had not been stopped on fourth and one all season and then stopped twice against the Titans. But 
Derrick Henry. That is, I mean, you saw it. You saw it up close and personal. You were there, Hurricane Taylor. Henry. What, what did you think of Derrick Henry? He's unstoppable. He's un- 198 yards against the Ravens when they may had not given up over 100 yards to a running back all season. Listen to this three-game stretch for Derrick Henry. 211 yards to finish the season week 17 against Houston. 182 yards against the Patriots. And 195 yards Saturday night against the Ravens. How is that possible? Those don't even feel like real numbers no. when I say them out loud. No. That is a stretch unlike anything we have seen. All right. Okay. So have we gotten it out of your Do you feel okay? I feel okay. I'm actually very excited. Do you feel like it's okay to talk about championship weekend now? Yes. I I mean, I don't I'm very excited for championship weekend too because I am going to be in Nashville. Please tell me about this because I'm so excited for you. So obviously the game is being played in... Well, the AFC Championship game is in KC, but it's Titans and Chiefs. They're shutting down Broadway in Nashville. So whoever said that Titans fans are not legit... Everybody's excited for this game. Apparently, the town is getting fired up, and they are shutting down Broadway. This is going to be a party. This is it's going to be a party. This is going to be a party. There's one thing you know. Nashville knows how to party. Yes, they do. I feel like this is the real Music City miracle, is that you are going to be there on Sunday hosting this party for all of Nashville. And you've been before, right? Nashville is an outstanding It's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Everyone I talk to says that is a fun city that I have got to get to. All right. Now, before we get to Gay or Nay, championship style edition, I've got to tell you about Untuck It, by the way. So you said you walked by the store today, Untuck It. Yes. You you thought about getting me a shirt. Is that almost like getting me a shirt? I feel. feel, Maybe I I did get you I feel some love for that. I really do. Uh, Untuckit.com is where you want to go, by the way. Your tie, by the way, that you're wearing. U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com. Untuckit.com. Use promo code BLUE for 20% off at checkout u-n-t-u-c-k-i-t.com untuckit.com and this is by the way so that you know how to wear your shirt guys you got to be able to wear your shirt untucked and have it at the right length these people know how to do it go check them out untuckit.com code word blue for 20 percent off and yes the tie that i'm wearing right now taylor as you can see this is a tie that you got me it is a camo tie I like it. Blue and gray. And it was for my birthday. Thank you very much. All right. Yay or nay. Championship edition. We're going to make it real simple here, Taylor, because I'm pretty fired up for the four teams that we've got left. I am too. It's it's not what I was expecting. I did not think the Packers (sighs) were going to squeeze in. I did not think that the Titans were going to get past the Ravens. But that's what makes this exciting. That's what makes football fun is that you really don't know what you're going to get from matchup to matchup. And that's something that I do want to talk about with this championship weekend because you look at it and let's start off with the NFC. Let's okay, so let's let's simply do this, Taylor. These are both rematch games, which we were just discussing. So how about this? I'm gonna I'm gonna tee you up. Now we're both gonna make picks on the games, but before the playoffs started, I thought the Chiefs and the Saints were gonna be there. Obviously, that is no kind of possibility. And I feel like the biggest two swing games in the playoffs that we've seen to this point, the reason that you said we weren't expecting this and that we've got the Titans and the Packers here, I feel like the two big surprises in these playoffs were Kirk Cousins beating the Saints in New Orleans Mm -hmm. and the Ravens losing to the Titans at home. And that's what sort of created this because I feel like the Packers' path became so much easier when they didn't have to deal with New Orleans. And that's why they're here. So I'm going to tee you up here on the NFC Championship game, Taylor. The Niners will smash the Packers once again 
on their way to the Super Bowl in Miami, yay or nay? I'm going to say nay. Wow. Wait, no, I said the wrong thing. I think the Niners are going to smash the Yes, okay, so you say yay, it's going to happen again, right? Yes. Now, the score the first time was ugly as sin for the Packers. Right. And so I, I, think that when, to eight. I think that that's something that you really have to focus on when it comes to these games is matchups. And the Niners were injured when they played the Packers week 12. Very injured. We were just saying that D Ford didn't even play in that game. And, and Rogers was sacked five. Rogers times. was sacked five times. Oh. It was a catastrophic performance by the Packers and they didn't really have anybody out then. And they were coming off a bye week. Yeah. They were coming off their bye and they got beat 37 to 8 in San Francisco. And that front from the Niners looked relentless. You remember the first drive of the game? Strip sack from Rodgers. And the game essentially never got any closer than that early in the first quarter. It was over right there. The Niners just haven't faltered this year. They they just look really good. And even when they, they've got games where people aren't sold on, they're like, oh, they, it was it was it was good enough. Well, good enough is great when you haven't lost at all. You're in the playoffs. You're in the NFC championship game. I just don't think that the Packers have it. I was surprised that the Packers have gotten as far as they have. The Packers benefited a lot from getting a Seattle team that was injured, Taylor, as we've talked about a lot. For Russell Wilson to be playing in that game, without Carson, Procise, Penny, and of course Marshawn Lynch, who played valiantly for the three games that he was in, and he managed a touchdown in all of them. I've loved what I've seen out of Marshawn Lynch, but it wasn't enough. That wasn't a running attack, and Seattle's identity is running the ball. Can we also talk about Marshawn Lynch? (laughs) Just post-game. But it was so special about getting your chicken right. You just got to get your chicken right. You got to get that chicken right. You got to get your chicken right. It was a great message. It really was. I mean, the message was fantastic. And if you speak to any of his teammates, they they all say he's one of the brightest, brightest guys and players that you'll meet. And well, what you don't he's just done. you don't just stumble into Berkeley. By the way, I, he is a very bright guy, Marshawn Lynch, and, and I, I love what he said. After correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I've read a few times that he saved all of his money while he was playing, and Marshawn knows what he's doing. Marshawn knows what, what he's doing. I think what he's just doing. saying is telling these young kids, take notes. Take care of your money. Take care of your body. That was his message, ultimately, and it was a great one. But back to the Packers real quick, who are back here. This is going to be such a legacy game for Aaron Rodgers if he can find a way to win it. Because yeah. of what happened in the first game, the fact that it was 37-8, to sacked five times, the game where he barely throws for 100 yards, if he turns the tables, Taylor, on this team, which hasn't just been so special, they've been so special and run through the Packers on their way. This has already happened for most people in their eyes. They've already seen this movie before, and to give it an alternate ending this time around could be Rodgers' greatest feat if he can find a way to win this game on the road yeah. in San Francisco. And if there is one quarterback that I won't put it past, like where somebody that can get it done, it's Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't had to put it on his back all season. Taylor, and that's probably the magic of what LaFleur has done, is that this team runs through Aaron Jones, and it isn't mm-hmm. all on Rodgers. But you have to say, the two third-down passes last week against the Seahawks, third and eight to Devontae Adams, which apparently he just drew up in the sand, gave him the audible, gave him the signal, and said, go get it, and he did. And then third and nine by an eyelash to get it to Jimmy Graham. Mm-hmm. Those are Aaron Rodgers' plays. That's 
a clear sign of what LaFleur is doing, which is the game plan isn't all on Rodgers, but when it comes down to making one play in one moment, he's he the guy it. that can do it. And that's what makes this game so special. All right, so you think it's going to be I still the Niners. I'm going to take the Niners. I will, for fun here, and because it's what I want to see in the Super Bowl, I'm going to say... Everybody wants this. I am going to say that Aaron Rodgers finds a way to flip this script. It reminds me a little bit of last season when, as an Eagles fan, I remember this well, the Eagles went into New Orleans and got annihilated in the regular season. And in the playoff game with Foles, they jumped out to a lead... They flipped the script. They changed their game plan entirely. And even though they ended up losing that game by six points on a late interception by Foles through the hands of Alshon Jeffrey, the game looked entirely different. And I think this playoff game is going to look entirely different than the 37-8 game we saw in Week Oh, I think it's definitely going to be a lot closer. And I think Rodgers this time is going to be the difference. All right, so in the NFC, you've got the Niners. Mm -hmm. I've got the Packers. Now to the AFC, Taylor. And again... A rematch once again, but I'm going to say this much. Derrick Henry is going to have another game with over 150 rushing yards in the AFC Championship game. Yes. Yay or nay, Taylor. Yes, I saw it firsthand. There is no stopping that guy. The holes that he was able to create and the, the play calling that Vrabel has done throughout the playoffs throughout the year Vrabel is one hell of a coach, one hell of a play caller, and Derrick Henry creates holes, and it, you can't take him down. It's so interesting, the running style, because he is, he's tall, and he is built he's like a big. truck. And it's not just, like, in a way, it reminds me of Eddie George because of the height, but the running style is unlike anything I've ever seen. It almost looks as if he is gliding mm-hmm. when he's running. It really does. It looks like he is ice skating with someone who's pushed him and he's just taking the momentum, gliding through other bodies like they're not even there. Yeah. It's remarkable to watch. And what I find so funny is Ryan Tannehill has completed 15 passes combined over the two playoff wins in New England and in Baltimore. That's the part that's kind of crazy to me. And that's the reason, that's the one, that's the one reason why I think that, okay, well, if the Chiefs can get out to an early lead, Mahomes can drive the ball down the field quicker than any quarterback in the league. And their efficiency of moving the ball, their efficiency of getting it down the field, he's got an endless amount of receivers, amount of depth at receivers running back. Even, even tight end. They were throwing a back of tight, tight ends end. against Houston. And, and Tyreek Hill said it today. Nobody can stop us is what Tyreek Hill said. No one can cover us on offense. And he's probably right. I... You, it's it's interesting. It's one of the I think it's the most interesting matchup of the day. But you think Derrick Henry's gonna run for over hundred and fifty yards again. I do. I guess my question is is if Derrick Henry can run for over hundred or if Derrick Henry can control the game like he controlled the Ravens game, will Patrick Mahomes be able to just go down there and score quicker and still st- keep up keep pace with the Titans? Well, score? I'll only say this much. You talked about the Titans jumping out to an early lead. And at least we can say, because we saw it with our own eyes only so many days ago. But that Titans 14 defense nothing, shut down the Ravens. They did. But 14 nothing was, against the Ravens is different than 14 nothing, or ask the Texans, 24 nothing against the Chiefs. This right. Chiefs offense is different. See, when the Titans jump out to an early lead against Baltimore, it changes the entire game plan for Baltimore. Because that's not the style of game. The comeback game is not necessarily what the Ravens have been designed for all season. 
this Chiefs offense clearly now we can say is unfazed by a deficit. You're right. The Titans defense was so spectacular against the running attack of the Ravens, but the Chiefs are not designed. Their Mm -hmm. offense is not predicated around the run game at all. No, but that's what I'm saying is that they could, they can score quicker. They can score quicker. They can score at will. The red zone. So this for them game, I'm really up points. in the air. After watching the Titans play, I'm not. Look, you know me. I, I've been so scared of the Chiefs. I've been saying Chiefs are going to make it to the Super Bowl if it's not the Ravens. I've been the number one Chiefs fan. All not no, fan, but just in no, awe you, of their you, skill. You've absolutely but said we've been and here and we've been so. Now, you called it the Chiefs defense. You've been so on the Chiefs yeah, defense but all now season. Now I just, I don't think the Chiefs defense is going to be able to stop Derrick Henry. I don't see one defense being able to stop You said it without hesitation. You said 150 yards without hesitation. You said yay. All right, so the bottom line is this. So you think Henry's going to run for 150 yards? Put your stamp on it. Do you you think the Titans are going to come out of this game? You think the Super Bowl? I'm going to, for the fun of it. I like it. Please say it. For the fun of it, it I'm going to say it's going to be Niners-Titans. Niners-Titans. So we're going to have the rushing leader. And not just for the fun of it. I think it could very well happen. First of all, it is a very real possibility. This is a team that already has beaten the number one defense in New England and the number one offense in Baltimore on their way to playing the number one team in the NFC all season in the Niners. So it is certainly... Ryan Tannehill is in order... Okay, you know what I will say? In order for the Titans to win this game, which I think they will, but I need Ryan Tannehill to step up and be able to throw the ball and make some big plays. Okay, can I just say this much right now? No matter what anybody's schedule is, if the Titans win this game on Sunday night, this podcast is happening Sunday night. Can I just say that right now? You are speaking for one minute on this podcast. Let's catch up is happening Sunday night. Maybe you should come to Nashville with me. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it now that you're saying it. All right, so Taylor Super Bowl, everybody, as we've just heard it, is Niners Titans. And because I want to see it so bad, because again, the Chiefs and Packers played this year, but remember Mahomes didn't play. That was Matt Moore. That was the incredible Aaron Rodgers to Williams pass in the back of the end zone. I want to see Mahomes versus Rodgers. Everybody does. I want to see Mahomes Everybody versus Rodgers. Everybody wants to see it. I had said it was going to be Mahomes versus Breeze. Now I can't have that. Give me Mahomes Rodgers. I'm going Chiefs Packers. You are going Titans Niners. I love this. Yeah. So you better come to Nashville. Let's catch up. Let's catch up. I mean, up. we're catching up we'll somewhere soon. We'll be doing soon. it for Music City. Let's catch up. Yes. <laughs>